Hey, everyone. Before we launch into our new episode, just wanted to make a couple of disclaimers. Our episode today is uniquely long because we have quite a bit of material to cover. But for you guys' convenience, we've split it into two parts. Part one will be all about some of the spooky stories that our guest Holmes has to share from her days in ghost hunting. And part two is really cool. It has a lot of recordings that she has actually taken out in the field from some of her encounters. So if you're curious at all about the real side of the paranormal, that's a great part. Or if you're a little squeamish about it, I recommend not tuning into part two and just listening to the stories in part one. Either way, this episode was a lot of fun to record, and we hope that it puts you in the right spooky spirit for Halloween. Welcome back to You Don't Know Me, a podcast about people you don't know. I'm your host, Beeps. I'm your co-host, Tink. <laughs> and we also have our local ghost huntress named Holmes. She is joining us. She's actually been, you know, acquainted with Tink here for a while. So how do you guys know each other? Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coffee. Um you used to be my boss. <laughs> yeah. 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 We worked at a, a coffee shop and she moved to Georgia and got a transfer to my store. And um, it started by uh, her doing my homework. <laughs> it did. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I used to love doing your homework. Yeah. I loved you doing my homework. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and then I was reading a book and she asked me, like, what's this book about? And I gave her the shittiest synopsis that you could have ever heard it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> like, bad. <laughs> but she went and read the book, and then we've just attached the hip ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, and Tinks knew me before we actually knew each other. Oh, yeah. Me and my creepy dreams. Did you talk about the creepy dream yeah. in the last? I don't actually recall. Um, but, yeah, I had, like, a dream that I was walking into this coffee shop, and there was three people. And their faces were blurred out, but I could pick up, like, the voices. And one day I walked in, I was like, oh, it's my dream. And she was in it. And just her face was like really blurred out. So, yeah. Destined to be soulmates. Yeah. Written in the stars. Yeah. <laughs> so the spooky vibe that you're getting here is definitely something that's going to be throughout this episode. So forewarning, if you're squeamish about ghost stories, this is probably not the episode for you. Because um, this does tend to be Holmes's hobby. Yeah. Um, we have two really sensitive people on the show that are going to talk about their other sensitive friends and some of the adventures that they've been on. So I think we'll kind of jump into that. But first, I want to learn a little bit more about you yeah. and where you're from and kind of how this all started for you. So where are your parents? Um, where are you from? Yeah. So um, currently, my, my whole family is, you know, Metro Atlanta. Um, but uh, my mom is from uh, rural South Carolina. And my father what is part? from... Uh, it's not, like, rural that much anymore. It was then. Uh, it's Greer, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that. DMX got arrested there. That's, like, their their okay. thing. Kind that was thing. my almost my first name. Greer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my dad's from <laughs> Arlington, Virginia. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm from South Florida, and we moved up here in the early 90s. Got it. So you guys yeah. have been a little bit everywhere. Um, yeah. And I know you mentioned before we got on the air that... You know, you you kind of sat down in preparation for this episode and talked to a little bit to your parent, talked to your parents a little bit about where this started for you, where yeah. you started to become sensitive, and where you 
kind of developed an interest into ghost hunting and the supernatural and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, um, or I should say the paranormal, not the supernatural. That's a show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So when I was a kid, um, we used to go up to uh, Crew, Virginia a lot. It was mm-hmm. a really small town, nothing to do. Um, like the biggest attraction in the town is a, a train museum. Uh, and, hey. we went, and we went there all the time because that was the only thing to fucking do. Um, but uh, there was this old plantation house there and um, I can't remember the name of it right now um but uh my dad used we'll to make tell a note me, and we'll put it in the show notes yeah my dad used to tell me about how you know it was haunted and no one ever lived in it and um and it like it was really fascinating to me and um he said that um the previous owners there like there was like a murder suicide type gig like the guy was the wealthiest you know guy in crew virginia which is not really saying a lot but, <laughs> but um i mean these houses in crew virginia are ancient like when when i was a kid my great grandma's house was uh like a hundred ish years old kind of thing um but that house like drew me and i loved the story behind it and and i always wanted to go in and uh when i was a little bit older um i did get to go in and because they were having an open house or something door was open I was like, all right, game. So me and my brother went in there and it was definitely creepy, but it definitely got me thinking like, this is, this is fucking exciting. And this is something yeah. that like, I don't, I don't want this feeling to stop. Like it's spooky, it's scary and I fucking love it. And, oh. and, uh, yeah. And my, my great grandma's house was terrifying too. Like, yeah. like it, it was, um, my dad experienced things in the house before I was around Mm-hmm. I think like three or four family members had died in that house, like in different rooms. But oh, um, yeah, <laughs> Tink is like, no, <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> no. Um, he told me a story um, when I was a kid, and and it's funny how like my dad telling me these stories about how he was scared, like it it just fascinates me, and and I love it. Like he said he was in this room we used to call it the um the red room or the uh gone with the wind room interesting yeah the furniture in that in that room was like a replica of some of the furniture that was in the movie but um so that's usually where we stayed when we were there and my dad said you know a long time ago he was you know sitting on the bed and all of a sudden right next to him there was an impression on the bed like like someone had just sat down so he was like freaked out and he yeah. starts like really paying attention to this divot in the fucking bed. And then he saw it like expand, like whoever sat down, laid down. Right. And, oh, and creepy. two people have died in that bed at some point in this house's history. So, oh, so that's one story about that room. And I have others. I never heard ab- that story. About that room too. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Some fresh terror for you. <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did I ever tell you the story about um, when I was sleeping, the music? No. So so it's an old house. Mm-hmm. They don't have uh, like TVs in every room like we're accustomed to nowadays. Um, and I'm oddly enough terrified of silence. Like silence can't do it. We'll never do it. I can't like oh yeah I can't, it's I can't handle it silence isn't really quiet no and it leaves you 
it leaves your imagination to just go fucking rampant. And like <laughs> you, like every little noise you hear, you start trying to think of what it could be. And yeah. then you start thinking like everything in your life that's ever happened. Like I can't do silence. It's a distraction. I need it. And, um, so as a kid, I was probably fucking 12 or 13 probably. And, um, I was sleeping, like we would sleep on me and my brother would sleep on the floor and my parents would sleep in the bed behind us. And, um, I had a CD player, like old, you know, old school CD player. And was it anti-skip? <laughs> yes. Um, showing our age here. Right. <laughs> so usually what I would do, and I had done it multiple nights previously, I would just put my headphones on and let the CD play until it was over. And then by that time I was always asleep. Um, and when I am asleep, I'm asleep. I don't wake up for earthquakes, tornadoes, <laughs> fire alarms, dark, dogs barking. Have proof. Haven't we have slept through specifically those things before. No. <laughs> um, put my headphones on and it was like 311 or some <laughs> shit like that. Oh, like, I never stay up that late. I always have to go to sleep before. No, three. not 311 like the time. Oh, the, the band. band. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Spooky time. <laughs> yes, but um, but no, the band. Um, <laughs> um, but so like, you know, I fell asleep. You know, music's playing. I zone out and go to bed. Um, I guess it seemed like like an hour later or something like that music cut back on and it scared the shit out of me you know like you know silent silent silence and then like the music's just in your ear and it wasn't my music it was like um swing music like the jazzy horn horn yeah. music kind of stuff <clears throat> scared the shit out of me to the point where i was awake for hours but i refused to open my eyes like it was oh no it was terrifying because oh, like what 13 year old has swing music on a cd you know like that's fucking weird yeah it's and, not like an mp3 player where it can shuffle and like pull up some obscure music it's a cd like, right yeah. and and yeah so that was terrifying and that was just <clears throat> that house man oh it got God. me like when, <laughs> when you're downstairs in the house and you're walking around and stuff like that you don't look up the stairs like no one does. My mom won't. My dad won't. No one will. Like and it's weird, growing up and telling these stories with a family, and everyone has that same feeling, but we never like voiced it back then. But now I was. But telling... later they're like, yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like my mom would say, like when she would walk by the stairwell, she would just you know eyes down, and just go forward, and because you like the the feeling is that you're gonna see someone standing at the top of the stairs uh, or you're going to see someone walk by the stairwell and just scare the ever living shit out of you and just avoid it look down and go yeah, it's like a portal like you still want to look up there it was terrifying Ooh. i i ran around that place a lot trying to avoid looking in in certain directions you're like oh god no Ooh, that like reminded me of a story about the music do you remember when kai stayed the summer when i was still working at starbucks mm -hmm. and she was that's when i lived in the apartments with my parents she so apparently one night we were I shared a bed with her because one of her cousins yeah and she I guess I was knocked out and it was like I don't know she said she started hearing like weird flute music and she said I got out of the bed like I was knocked out and I just stood out the window and started talking to somebody 
That's but creepy. She's like, I sat there and I just was like watching you talking, and then I started texting our aunt, well, her sister, and she's like, uh, Tink is like staring at the window talking to somebody, and it was like this weird music, and then she said I just crawled back into bed and went back to sleep. Don't remember any of that, but I was like, okay, cool. I do like creepy ass shit in my sleep, but like. To be fair, like, this this was a recent thing that started for me, like, talking to things in my sleep or, like, you know, waking up in the middle of the night and, like, like seeing bugs or, like, something like, you know what I mean? Like, shit yeah. like that, like, hallucinating. But before any of this ever happened, I think we talked about this once before, like, my, um, like, in that, my grandmother's house, I was living in, like, the bonus room above the garage. And I had my boyfriend at the time sleeping over. And I woke up in the middle of the night and... I was like, there's another person in the bed. Like, not even, like, wasn't, like, threatened. It was just, like, a normal thing that there was just a person in a hoodie curled up, like, almost in, like, the fetal position, like, sleeping next to me in the bed. And I was like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I just crawled around them, went to the bathroom, and, like, didn't even think anything of it. And then it came back and was like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, no, it was, like, a solid 15, like, 10, 15 minutes, because I was, like, out of it, you know, like, washing my hands, like, taking forever. And I came back, and then that's when I realized, like, no, there shouldn't have been another person there. Like, what the fuck did I just see? Like, I don't yeah. know who it was. It didn't feel threatening. It felt very, like, peaceful, like somebody I knew, which yeah. was kind of weird. Um, but then the guy that was sleeping over that night um, woke up and said that he felt somebody, he dreamed about someone standing at the end of the bed, like, watching him, like, most of the night. So, and his wasn't so peaceful. Ugh. Yeah. That's yeah, creepy. That's terrifying. I love those stories, though. I know you do. You're like, yeah, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, she's just grinning from ear to ear right now. <laughs> Gosh, you see her on Halloween when she drags me to haunted houses. That was fucking hilarious. Oh my God. Like actual haunted houses, or well, like fun ones. I've, I've I took her on a couple like investigations, <laughs> and and it was pretty fucking funny. But no, last was it last year? It was actually. Oh, it was, was like it two, two years, years ago? ago? Yeah. So I took her to the uh, Netherworld. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because you know, <laughs> your face. I love being scared. Yeah. Like, it's such a great feeling. And um, so I took her, and it was, it was probably the best looking thing I'd ever decided to do in my life because she was terrified. I think I cried a little bit and begged to go home. And like, when we we're like halfway through the house, she's like, nope, nope, like, let's, let's, that, there's a door. Like, let's go out the fucking door. And then. When like we got I yelled out. at somebody, I was like, Gary, you're scary! <laughs> yeah. Well, and then when we get out, like, you can get out of the house, there's always someone waiting there with a fake chainsaw to scare people, and they start running away. So, um, Tinks, uh, comes out, and she, like, she was wearing, like, a pink sweater or something like that, and, um, so the guy, like, vroom, like, with the chainsaw, and she fucking bolted. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. She was literally... A flash of pink into the darkness, <laughs> and I was so worried I wouldn't be able to find her. <laughs> it was so bad because I knew he was there, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bypass him. I'm going to go behind this box. So I think he saw that I was trying to do that, so he signaled another guy that had a chainsaw. So I was like, yeah, bitch, I got the- Oh my god, there's another one! <laughs> ran right back. I'm pretty sure I almost ran into the road. I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't do those. No. 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 I asked her to go back. She said she'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm pretty sure I pissed myself, too. Which oh. happens. I've been in there, like, uh, I went a few years before you and I went, and I have a feeling that someone ahead of the line, like, a couple, you know, groups ahead of us, probably shit themselves. <laughs> 
because it was stinky. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I don't so. know, like haunted fake houses get yeah. me like really bad and like real haunted houses I, I don't I, I don't know which one's worse. Uh, I, well, that's what I was laughing about is like your extreme reaction to the fake haunted house when it's real people. But like for you, you're like, yeah, like I couldn't leave my house because there was an eyeball on the wall. Like you told me that the other day, like, it was no big deal. And then you were like, yeah, there's this dude in my house that you know looks like he drowned. Like yeah. Yeah, she just like was texting me about guy. it and was like, it's kind of scary. Or like there was this, there's a person standing behind this girl, but I'm not gonna say anything because it's gonna freak her out. Like that shit doesn't freak you out as bad. Like what? Well, it's like the fake stuff. It's anticipation. Yeah, I think and, it is. Yeah. And you know it's around the corner. You mm-hmm. know it's going to jump out and get you. And I think that's the the part that gets people. It's not necessarily like the content that's scary. Yeah. It's the being startled oh, that scares, it's the, literally yeah. scares you. You psych yourself out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit. Um, so you guys kind of figured out that you're both like sensitive and you kind of bonded over that. And yeah. I know you drug her on some adventures and stuff, but yeah. you had your own thing going on. So tell me a little bit about kind of when you first decided like, hey, I'm going to be going on like looking for this and like making this my hobby. Yeah. So um, it's it's really about finding like a collective of, of people that mm-hmm. that enjoy the same stuff. Yeah. So um, at, at work, um, we had a group of girls who just like that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. the the paranormal the supernatural you know just spookiness of that yeah. kind of stuff so like it didn't take it didn't take a lot of convincing to get these people to go out with me but um <laughs> it took some but we in the beginning we were just literally running around like with our flashlights cameras ouija boards and stuff <laughs> like that and um and then it I think after like a couple outings, I got really serious about it and kind of, mm. and kind of roped them into like, we're going to be doing this a lot more than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Organized. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like getting like legit voice recorders and EMF detectors yeah. and dowsing rods and, you know, like really getting into it. And, and it was a lot of fun. Didn't yeah. you have to get permission from some certain people to go into certain places as well? Certain places. Um, we did an investigation in um, fuck, Lilburn. Um, sorry, <laughs> fuck <laughs> Burn. <laughs> um, oh, we did one in Lilburn. Um, it's an old house. It was the Win Russell house. Um, and um, so it's Win Russell. Win like. W Y N N. Oh. Yeah, and uh, there's another Russell house by out by my house in Akula. They're just old fucking houses. Um, but we had to contact the city and um, get permission to go in at night, you know, and um, sign waivers and get the keys and shit like that. And then mm. there was the Devil's Turnaround out near Kennesaw that. Uh, had a shit ton of no trespassing signs so we like a lot of times we would go out and like do a like a recon kind of like figure out what was going on with it like the whether or not it's worth it right and and that place had a lot of backstory to it that was crazy enough that we were like okay yeah let's do it so we had to call the 
the city and the police force, um, like the Kennesaw State yeah. Police or whatever the fuck their name is, um, we had to call them and let them know and kind of get permission from them. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't get arrested yeah. for being there. Yeah. You know? So a lot of places like that, we would actually have to, to be kind of mindful about. Interesting. Um, the Wynn House? Mm-hmm. Is that the one where your parents went with you? Yeah. Oh, God. So, <laughs> cool story. Um, we didn't actually get a lot of... Um, of evidence or anything like that from from there but it was a cool experience yeah um, that's cool that your parents actually like jumped in yeah so well my dad you know like from a little like young age was telling me all these you know spooky stories so i think he like really fucking digs it um yeah. my, so he was part of the reason why you became yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom is just a like a fucking free spirit like she loves pretty much anything and um of course she wants to support me but my my father is a um a home inspector. Mm. So he had this really cool infrared uh camera. Uh FLIR infrared. Like anytime you watch like one of those ghost hunting shows and they're showing like the infrared pictures, it's FLIR. They're oh, really yeah. fucking expensive and my dad didn't trust me to take it by myself. Fair enough. So he came along. Quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he came along and uh was our infrared uh guy for the mm-hmm. night. So yeah, it was really it was really cool. It was a fun experience. Awesome. Yeah. And you had like okay, so this group of girls that you put together. Yeah. This was kind of in the beginning, right? So <laughs> didn't you have like a name for them? Yeah. Like... <laughs> so we totally did. Um... <laughs> okay, you were pretty young at this point, right? <laughs> Not quite as young as you would think <laughs> or hope. Um, I think I was probably like 25. <laughs> so you were just a lame 25 year old. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, oh whoa, my God. Whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not lame about you. <laughs> I'm kidding. 25-ish. Um... It was, it, yeah, our, so, okay, our group name was called Femme Fatale. Like, just get it out. <laughs> yeah. Just get it out. <laughs> Bite the bullet and go ahead and say it. It's really fucking lame. <laughs> I fucking get it. <laughs> Chuck it up. Uh, <laughs> okay. But you have to be prepared just in case you get a TV deal. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was the thing. We had to have, like, a legit name. You never know when, We gotta you know, have organization. We gotta be ready. channels. Needs gotta to come be scalable, enough. you know? <laughs> be, like, the charmed ones. I'd watch that. Which I do watch, so I'm saying I watch you guys do that. Yeah, but I'm sure Femme Fatale, like you said, it, it's a fairly common name for things that are not necessarily what you were doing. No. Um, so we um, came up with a name, thought we were so fucking cool. Um, I love it. And uh, um, we made a Facebook page for it, and it's like, if you search it up like, and you actually find it, um, we didn't really keep up with it that much. Um, but, uh, if you try and search it, you might find some, you know, kind of inappropriate stuff and that's up to you. So enjoy yourself. <laughs> the internet's a vast place and have fun. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> She's like, you know, I'm gonna look for this shit. <laughs> I'm writing it down. If we can find the Facebook group, we might link it up. Okay. Oh, just for the, just for, so good. So good. just for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. Oh God. I went out with them once. Was it just once? It was once. And I came, like, decked out in crystals. I was like, I have my amethyst. I was like, oh my Shit, God. yeah. No, but that's no joke. And, and bringing up that point is a good one, because you don't go to those kind of places and ask for entities, dark, light, whatever, oh. to, to communicate with you and not be prepared in, mm-hmm. in the way that we would be. So yeah. we would bring sage. And to the... 
to this day, like if you walk outside and look at my car, like I have some fucking sage. She in brought some with her today. Yeah. She just whips it table. out, puts it on the table, just in case. <laughs> so like, you know, sage and stones and jade. Like I I would always wear jade rings in um remember all my fucking rings? Oh my yeah. god. I miss you with all those rings. They were Me so too. awesome. I couldn't like wave my hands around without them clanking together. There was, like, they were big, jeweled, and, like, oh, they were just awesome, and then I crushed her hand one time, and it was just bad. (laughs) I got a tattoo tattoo when she came with me, and I forgot she had all those rings, so I grabbed her hand, and I, like, squeezed so hard, and she's like, oh, God, my hand! (laughs) Like, ten figures, I, I was usually sporting somewhere around 12 rings. Yeah. Oh. Yeah all about that yeah 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 you 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 go you if you're gonna go do that you need to make sure you have every like protection i don't care if you're not into that or not but like (laughs) it doesn't hurt even if you don't believe in it really hurt like every time like i do someone asks me like hey can you read it for me or i'm messing around i when i'm done messing around uh (laughs) when i'm done i always have to like you know close it off it's always like close all portals, no portals here. Right. Because you don't want to leave a little crack open because anything can slip through. Right. Yeah, totally. Like, it's like yeah. no fucking joke. If you bring something home from you from from anywhere, it's yeah. not a fun experience. No, it's not. Yeah. So and have you ever had anything like that happen? We think it was um, like it was during the height of, of going out and fucking with shit and, you know, doing the investigations and, um, it like stuff at home got pretty, pretty serious to the point where we did investigations at my house Mm. and, um, and it was, I was living with my parents at the time. So, uh, yeah, there's that. (laughs) Um, but, um, it's also the energy that's in, I think, I think you can bring stuff home, but I think that, you know, it makes it a lot easier depending on the the energy that you project and the energy that you surround yourself in for it to manifest itself. Yeah. Um, So people always like, I I always hear a lot, like if you're open to it, it will more than likely you'll experience it because you're, you're open to it. You're, you're not, you know, a closed door, you know, and, and, um, at my house, we're a very open house. You know, my parents are religious, so they have, you know, that. Um, so the, the, like, superstitions and things that come with that, you know, that make you more open to it. You yeah. Know? And, you know, the belief in afterlife and mm-hmm. all that stuff and the in-betweens. But, um, but, but me, being this awesome person in my parents' house that's already full of, you know, energy, yeah. you know, and, um, and going out and doing what I was doing and not always being as protective or safe as I should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, there was a lot of times where I was at home and I was terrified and, um, afraid to, um, you know, look out my, my bedroom door or open my eyes when I'm sleeping or, oh. and, um, and experiencing things in the house that, um, will forever haunt me. And, um, are there and, any like specific stories? Yeah. One Tinks brought up the other day and I think I was probably trying to like bury it in my subconscious oh, and forget about it forever. Um, old. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Ugh, that's okay. <laughs> so we'll um, burn some sage later. Yeah. <laughs> my temperature's dropped. <laughs> um, so like, I don't remember the full story and I know Tinks can probably feel fill in the blanks, yeah. but, um, I was sleeping one night and um, my room at my parents' house was pretty small and um, my now husband was um, staying with 
you know, in the house with us. So he was in the bed next to me and on my side of the bed, I had like a wall of bookshelves. So there wasn't really any space to like walk in between the bed and the books. Yeah. And I always that like having my books next to me at night comforts me. (laughs) Um, But uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and there was this massive figure next to me. Mm. And um, I don't remember what it looks like, but Tinks does. Yeah, I don't know why I know what it looks like, because I wasn't there, but you described it. You said it was, like, this big black figure. It was lanky, yeah. and it just had no facial features but a mouth, and the mouth, like, yeah. opened really uh-huh. wide. And then leaned down towards me. And started breathing. And, like, just really fast, like, <sighs> like, but it wasn't like, hey, I'm just going to breathe on you for a second. It was like, I'm breathing something into you. And it was, oh god no yeah and it was fucking like it like a cold sweat kind of thing like terrified holy shit what's happening to me right now and like reaching out to try and wake up my my husband like please fucking wake up so i can like snap out of whatever the fuck is happening to me mm-hmm. um but so that happened and and um sometimes i would wake up in the middle of the night and there would be a figure standing in the doorway um, like filling the doorway, but a distinctive head, shoulders, arms, legs, mm. like a shadow person. And um, shadow people scare the shit out of me. Oh, I'm because a I. Person. Yeah. What? Okay, what is a shadow person? <laughs> okay, so there's different theories. Like, we could probably sit here all day and talk about this, but. Short recap then. Recap. <laughs> But um, a shadow person from the research, because I have one that follows me around and only comes out on certain occasions, but it usually lives in my mom's house and it's a child. Some people believe it's a, can be a guardian, mm-hmm. if it's, if you feel like it's good, or there's, you know, parallel universes, people say, that they, it can get thin sometimes and you'll actually see a shadow figure walking by, but they're living in a different time, different time, different, like, yeah, parallel, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, like, they realize you're there, too, and they realize you're, like, they're more aware of you than you are of them. So there's that one theory. And then some people say they're ghosts, but usually shadow, people believe that shadow people are just from someone, from another parallel. If they're, they can be bad, too, but. Yeah. They can also be demons. Yeah, so I've, like, similar stories I've heard, you know, that they can be, um, you know, guardians, they can be demons, they can be, um, that there's a, a leak in dimensions that lets these these entities come through and not necessarily that it's a reflection of someone else living a parallel universe, but that it's come through that parallel universe and oh. is now trapped in ours. And we get glimpses of them every once in a while. And there have been... Um... Are you okay? <laughs> it freaks me out. Like, it just, yeah. It's really creepy. Do you remember that picture I showed you of my cousin? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh my and god, it's... it's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's creepy. Um, but, like, I, um, even locally... What is, what is the picture? It was Halloween. And Halloween is the time where the dead yeah. and the living... The veil is... The, fi- the veil is the thinnest. And he was... He took a picture against a tree trunk and think of anything of it and then he looked at it there's literally it looks like if you were in an airport a just a i don't know how to explain it just like people walking back and forth like they're in a literally an airport and they're all shadow people yeah it's no features 
creepy okay yeah. we're gonna put that one we may cut it like Blair's face or something yeah but. like you could some people have hats on you can actually see that they're having a hat or their trench coat or their women or their children and they're just going back and forth and he's just sitting in a tree yeah <laughs> chill it yeah and I've seen um so I've seen him at my house um or at my parents house rather um and uh I've seen them uh locally here I used to have like this weird side job I would clean houses and mm. it was great money um, but we, uh, would clean a couple houses nearby and there was this three, like the three houses in a row that we would do. And, um, the, like one, the one in the middle, oh, I always thought something would happen there and something did, but it wasn't a shadow person. So we were in one of the houses, uh, and I was cleaning the kitchen and the space in front of me was the living room. And there's not really anything obstructing my vision into the living room or yeah. the surrounding areas around it. And I'm sitting there and I'm cleaning the kitchen. And Tinks was upstairs cleaning because I roped her into helping me. And she's a great <laughs> friend and I was in need. And I wanted money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> and, um, and I'm sitting there cleaning the sink kind of facing the living room. And I see this this shadow person. And it was not exceptionally tall, but it had um, really, really long, like spidery type arms. And and like so I see it out of my peripheral and usually that's where you catch gl- glimpses of them is in your peripheral vision. And yeah. so I look up because I was like, holy shit, like what the fuck was that? And and it darted out of my vision, like into the corner where there was like a little bit of a wall in between the kitchen and the living room, pseudo separating it. <clears throat> so it went into that corner. So I was like, all right, try to, you know, you know, sack up, you know, put your girl, you know, like big girl panties on and like go figure out what the fuck that was. So like I walked into the living room and nothing was there. So like it was something that was so real to me that I actually had, like I forced myself to go and look. Yeah. So, like, you know, a lot of stuff you can, you know, pass off like, oh, okay, you know, like it's my imagination. Oh or... yeah, like I just, I just saw something or like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the wind or yeah. something. But it was so fucking real to me that I had to go and look. Yeah. You know, and I even called Tinks down. I was like, dude, like, shit just happened, and I'm freaked out. And I don't remember what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago, yeah. and cleaning houses was really shitty. But um, <laughs> I was probably like, "Holy fuck, shit!" Probably. <clears throat> yeah. Like, oh, Just like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You don't need this. Yeah. I don't really need the money that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I'm good. The Spider Man can stay here. <laughs> he can have it. <laughs> Oh, I even drew a picture of it one time. I think, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh yeah. I drew a picture of it because it was so. Do you have a picture vivid. of it? <sighs> I would have it somewhere. to look. Yeah, probably somewhere. Okay. Well, maybe we can. We can, if we can, we'll include yeah. a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could draw it. And she's like, I could do we'll it do right that. here, right now. Yeah. So I know when you're out there, you're recording. Yes. Obviously. So, is there any recordings that you do have that really just like? shit goes like go crazy on it or you hear voices or scary and yeah absolutely um so usually when you're when you're out in the field and you're doing recordings and stuff like that it's nothing that um is going to like jump out and say like hey my name is steve and i'm a ghost (laughs) and you know (laughs) so yeah and uh like you know, 80% of it is is the experience of it and what you feel and hear in that moment, in that time. 
And um, ninety-five percent of the time, when you go back and listen to the recording, the the stuff that you do catch on the recordings, you didn't fucking hear in real time. Mm. You know, it's like completely on a different wavelength. Like you did not hear it. And there's this one story that I have with Tinks, the time that she did come out and 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 fought it the whole fucking time. Um, we were. <laughs> she was not about it. No, not at all. <laughs> Um, she, uh, so we were in Roswell, we went to a couple different graveyards and we, we frequented, uh, we frequented graveyards a lot because it was easier to access. Yeah. You know, we didn't have to go through the, you know, calling the city and getting approval and like, getting yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> the and... bureauc- bureaucracy of the ghost world. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Idea for a book. <laughs> That's not bad. Right. <laughs> Um, so we went to this one graveyard that we were told was called like the founders graveyard where Mm -hmm. a lot of the old, um, founders of like the Metro Atlanta area, I guess, were buried. So there's a couple of names in there that are familiar, like Dunwoody. Um, I think, I think there was a button in there somewhere. (laughs) So some of the names you would recognize from, you know, towns, streets and stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty cool. And we were... Um, we, you know, walking around asking the normal questions, like, yeah. you know, is there anyone that wants to reach out to us? You know, you know, just make a noise, make a sound, speak your name, anything like that. So Tinks was telling, um, telling us that she wanted to sit down and we did that often where we would, you know, we would put our equipment down and walk away and yeah. kind of see like what would happen. Um, so this go around, uh, Tinks was like, you know, I just want to sit and, um, you can hear this, this little girl like no shit a little girl she either said like i want to sit with you or sit with me or play with me yeah so like those were the like she said one of those things i just can't remember exactly what it was and it was a little girl's voice Mm -hmm. you know and um and that's something that we didn't hear until later on that night when we went back to listen to the recordings and um to find uh come to find out the cemetery has a plethora of little children in there that died from the scarlet fever. So, and that's something that we Aww. didn't realize until we were leaving, you yeah. know, um, cause we see the monuments for the founders and stuff like that. But then there was a little one for, um, the children that succumbed to scarlet fever. And that was, Ugh. I guess, one of the little girls, you know, and she wanted to play. Oh no, that's so sad. Yeah, the children. That's like less creepy and just like really, really sad. Yeah. Oh, when you hear it. Okay, it's creepy. It it's creepy. Do you still have that one or no? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I actually. Yes. Wrote, I I wrote notes about it and we listened to it in the car and like we turned it out really loud and all yeah. of a sudden you hear, I'm gonna come sit with or what it was something like she said like, it was play with, with me. me and I was like oh fuck <laughs> and so I was driving home like looking at my rearview mirror please don't pop up please don't pop up please don't pop up. <laughs> So, to be fair, we're going to include that. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to keep some of the clips here, so make sure to check out the show notes for this episode, because we're going to be putting a lot of stuff on the website that you won't hear otherwise. Yes. That's so badass, but so scary at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and one thing that's it's kind of extra creepy about that kind of shit is that um, if you do any kind of research or, you know, reading on the paranormal and, and stuff like that, especially in graveyards, um, they... Uh, common common i don't even know how to say that like people people always think that you know spirits don't want to hang out at their grave 
Yeah. You know, like that's not something that they latch on to necessarily. It's just, you know, their final resting place. So you can, you can come across like a wayward spirit that's just wandering in, um, and stuck in that spot for some reason. He could be, he or she could be attached to their mortal shell and that's mm-hmm. why they're lingering in a graveyard or it's something trampsing around a cemetery, um, pretending to be something less malicious. So it could have been a little girl saying, "Come play with me," or it could have been been something a little darker saying, "Come play with me." Do you remember that one recording where you asked, "Like, hey, do you want to hurt me?" And it was like, "Yes, yeah, oh, absolutely." And um, what? Okay, tell me this story. I don't remember the whole story. I think it was the same night because we were in that graveyard. Every time a car would drive by, we would like. Get the ground! We would hit the ground, and it was that night. When I was like, my ears are burning, my ears are burning, my ears are burning, and you were like, I don't know what's going on. And then you asked like a question. You're like, do you want to hurt us? And it was like, yes. And you're like, oh. okay, time to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's there's things where we say, you know, do you mean us harm, mm-hmm. or um, do you mind us being here? And the, that space in between that question and the next was always the most intense. Because you're like, fuck, is something saying like, yeah, I want to fucking hurt you. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear it until later on when you're, you know, at home. And, and how no fun way. is that, you know? Ah. And we do have, I do have something where I asked a question. I was either like, do you mind us being here? You know, something like that. And, and it answered, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, a, it was a man's voice. Mm-hmm. We never traveled with men. Like, it was a a girl, like, go yeah. out and get scared kind of shit. And yeah. um, so men never came up with us. And I got the same voice saying Jerry, um, either introducing himself mm. or something like that. Um, and I think it says Jerry. It could be Terry or something that rhymes with Jerry. But that's what it sounded like to me. And then one of the questions we asked, you know, do you mind us being here? Do you mean us harm? He said no. Oh. So that was at least, you know, a little breath, you know, yeah. after you hear that, you're like, okay, cool. And I think that's what he said. Um, or like what the question that I asked during that, that little time, but, um, we'll pull it up too. And we'll yeah, to yeah. Yeah. And definitely I have notes on all the like voices or anything that we mm-hmm. captured during that time. And, and some of them were, you know, some of them hard to hear, you know, and stuff yeah. like that, but they're definitely there and you can definitely tell. That something else other than us is there. Yeah. Do you remember that time? I can't remember where, where you were, but the grave was a girl named Sarah as well, and she was like, "Don't you ever come back here?" No. That's not. That's not that her name wasn't Sarah. Her there was a spirit name. I, I think. Yeah. So there's a place called the Witch's Graveyard, out in. Um, <laughs> your face why are you making that face when we when we went out trying. when we forced tinks to come with us like we uh, hit all the spots <laughs> so she's like shaking her head out of just she's reminiscing i don't think it was for witch's graveyard no no you asked me to go and i said oh nope i'm gonna leave our people alone yeah. so we went there a couple of times because we always got stuff the voice jerry that was yeah. at the witch's graveyard um and one time um our little there's there's three of us in in our fun group um and one time our friend, one of our friends stayed behind and me and the other girl were like, fuck this shit. Like, let's go out. Like, we still want to do this. Let's go have fun. So we went to the uh, witch's graveyard. There's 
a lot of stories about it. It's a very old cemetery. It's fenced off. Um, but there's like a spot in the fence where people have been going under it so much that it's like bowed. So you can just slip under the fence. Um, so that's probably illegal and I'm glad we're not using my name. Um, <laughs> and so we would go there because the story is behind it. It's called the witch's graveyard. There's supposed, uh, supposedly a witch buried there. And, um, a lot of, um, stories, like if you read forums online, people have gone there and seen cults there. Um, we really, yeah. Interesting. We've gone there a couple times and seen the remnants of, um, of something like a, a circle of candles, um, broken glass everywhere. Like, and people go there and vandalize it too, which is not cool. Don't vandalize graves. Um, That's just like super shitty. Like it is. they can't do anything about it. Like, come on, man, go yeah. vandalize something that people can fight back with. Right, or be productive with your <laughs> vandalism, like street art. You know, come on, guys, get, get creative. Yeah. Um, but um, so, like, so people would go there all the time, and we were always nervous about running into people that weren't as. Um, not wholesome, but less, like, dark, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Like, we were always worried about running into those kind of fucking people there. And, um, but one time, or most of the time we went, it was fine. Um, so, me and Barb, we went to, um, you know, the witch's graveyard by ourselves. And it's fun. It's always, it's weird how going there with three people isn't, like, it's still scary. And it's less scary than when you have more people. Right, and just going with two. Like, it was fucking terrifying. And so we we wouldn't venture away from each other. And we were um, walking around. It's not a huge cemetery, so you can kind of circle the place. And we got close to back where the entrance is, and there's this headstone with the name Sarah on it. I can't remember what her last name is. But so we were using a recorder, and it's not the same recorder I have now, so that recording is lost unfortunately but i was asking questions and just trying to you know communicate and just reach out and you can hear a ghost say sarah's place and it you know hearing it later on it freaked me out because i was like you know is was it referring to sarah's place as in the grave Mm -hmm. or is it referring to sarah's place as my house oh Ooh. Right. So, and, and those are the things that like really stick with you, you yeah. know? So if you hear a knocking at your house and you're like, fuck, you know, like maybe it did mean my house, you know, or <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where it's just fucking creepy and you can't really explain it. I can't with Taylor's <laughs> facial expressions to the story. She's like, oh, Cause I'm like, is this, this the same one where she's like, don't you ever come back here again? Cause I remember you're like, yeah, I was recording and. A woman told me to not come back here. I think that was the same time where you had, like, fireworks oh. in the background hmm. or gunshots were in the background or something like that. And it was like, do not come back here. And you told me, I was like, Terry, don't go back. You're like, I'm going back. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember the place or the circumstances, but I do remember we had a recording of someone saying, don't come back. Mm. And, and like, anytime we would go, we would say, you know, like, as soon as we got to a place, we say, you know, we don't mean you any harm. You know, we're just here to communicate. And when we would leave, we would say, you know, something like thanking them for, you know, reaching out or something like that. And then uh, we would ask them not to follow us home. Yeah. You know, like, we would always end the night with do not follow us home. And I think when we were leaving or something like that, we got a recording of someone say, don't come back. 
Yeah, and he said it was like a woman. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And, and when we heard it, I was like, fuck yeah, going back. <laughs> she's like, did you? I was like, why? Don't go back. I'm going back. I was like, oh my God, please don't go back. Okay. So you mentioned something about the devil's turnaround earlier. Yeah. So um, the devil's turnaround is um, out near Kennesaw. And uh, it was one of those places that we had to call ahead and get permission to be there because there's a lot of, you know, no trespassing signs. And um, so we went there and some of the stories behind it is that the um the spirits there um are negative like no if uh, ands buts about it like they're bad mm-hmm. and um they don't like religious symbols mm. and just one of the backstories that we read is kind of creepy it was that um this you know group of kids went you know just to fuck around and you know see what would happen and um they go in, you know, they're asking questions or whatever. They're hanging out. And this girl was wearing a, um, a bracelet, like a, not a WWJD bracelet, but like, um, but it had like, like a cross or something religious was about this bracelet. And that, so they're there for a while and they, someone looks at her, you know, <clears throat> cause it's fucking dark as shit. There's no lights. And she's just sitting there scratching at her wrist. And she's like blank eyed, not paying attention to shit and just scratching at her wrist. So they go up to her and grab her wrist and they look at her and she's just fucking bleeding. She's what? <clears throat> yeah. She's scratching at herself to get the, the bracelet off, but she's just scratching and scratching and scratching to the point where her, like her wrist is just fucking torn up. And so like, that's the kind of shit that would happen there. People would, stuff would get thrown. Like if you set something down to... To, to test or something like that it would some a spirit would pick it up and throw it yeah. or um they would attack you or like it was just a very violent very dark kind of place and so naturally <clears throat> you thought this sounds like a great idea absolutely <laughs> and and not only did i think it was a great idea and want to go i knowing the backstories and knowing the lore or whatever behind it like i wanted to provoke the shit out of what was there so obviously you're gonna bring a cross or something absolutely um <laughs> <laughs> well and and I, I have i have a lot of tattoos so and the lore was never specific on like what religion yeah the ghost didn't appreciate but like i kind of got it covered you know like i've got you know celtic stuff and i've got buddhist and hindu and and i was wearing my grandmother's cross and um like i was covering my bases and i wanted to piss whatever was there off like, that was my goal in the night. It just sounds like a great idea. And I was never, like... <laughs> like, given your experiences. Yeah. That's homes for you. <laughs> well, and, like, I never, like... We never went out there to provoke anything yeah. ever, you know? But just hearing the story, I was like, I want to see what'll happen Yeah. if I do provoke it. Like, I just want to experience this. For once, I'm not going to walk in and go, we're not here to harm you. Right. Well, I mean... Fuck your shit up, son. Well, because it's like a, you don't hear those stories a lot. You know, you hear stuff like a little girl is walking in the graveyard and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you hear those kind of stories, but you don't hear, I guess you hear, I don't know if people really hear those kinds of stories, but this one was really fucking dark and it really pulled at me. And so, yeah. And so we were there and the first time we went out to kind of get a a look-see and what was going on with the place, uh, we got this really foul smell, like rancid. Like really pungent and it hits you before you even like, like you walk into the, onto the land and before you can really get like a couple steps in, you're, you're hit in the face with a smell. 
and it's just awful. And it, we have the recordings and you can hear us like pointing it out. And some of us don't smell it. Like, uh, I think one of the other girls smelled it the first time. So when we went back for the, the real thing, I smelled it. Like mm-hmm. we walked in and I was like, holy fuck. Like, what is that? Like, that is yeah. bad. So we go in <clears throat> and we're trying to do all the things that we normally do, like ask it questions. And we always try and pull in the lore into our questions. Mm. So like, why don't you, like, why don't you like, you know, religious symbols? Like, what is it that pisses you off? Or, you know, um, like, why are you lingering here? Like, what's the point? Yeah. And so we got noises, but it was super fucking windy that night. Yeah. So it was hard to tell, like, if we saw something, was it, was it real or was it the trees? Yeah. You know, cause the trees can be still, but like something's blowing behind it. Like, mm. you know, it kind of fucks with your head a little bit and if you hear something was it the wind was it a voice you know it's really hard to really discern what's going on yeah so me and my stupid ideas i decide like okay so not only am i provoking it by just wearing the cross like i'm gonna go ahead and provoke it and just talk shit you know like why not <laughs> might as well yeah <laughs> just bring hell down on us why don't we like we're, we're just here we're already here <laughs> yeah um so i start kind of poking and prodding nothing like too too bad so like what did you say do you remember it was uh, nah i listened to it this morning but it was it was just stuff like you know like why the fuck do you do this like why aren't you doing this now like, I don't believe, like, you know, like, just putting doubt and saying, like, this, you know, you're full of shit. Like, just kind uh-huh. of poking and prodding, like, the that kind of stuff. And this um, is a recording that you have. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, in a little while, we're going to listen to these live. <laughs> and then I'm going to post them in the show notes. But in a little bit, we're going to be listening. Oh, yeah, so, stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, so and, and what's weird is, like, listening to the recording, like, you know, it's been a couple years since this recording. Mm-hmm. And, and remembering the experience that I have, it's so different because we were walking around, we're looking at stuff like stuff is kind of getting weird, but nothing's showing up on the voice recorder. Mm -hmm. And so at one point we're standing there, like we try to get to throw a flashlight. We try to do, you know, try and like come up to us, push us, take our energy. Like if you need to manifest yourself, do it, you know? And we were standing kind of like back to back to back, you know, because we we're always more afraid of the living than we are the dead, you yeah, know? And, um, so we don't want to get, you know, don't want people to sneak up on us when we're just like wandering around in a graveyard. So we're kind of standing like that. And I, I don't remember this. And this is something that, um, was relayed to me afterwards. So in the recordings, I'm always the one that asks the questions. I'm always holding the recorder. Um, and you can actually tell in the recorder, I get quiet. Like I'm not talking, I'm not asking. Apparently at this time, I, um, I stopped talking. I was unsteady on my feet. Like I was kind of swaying back and forth, kind of like I had my, like my knees were locked. Mm. Um, and I was shaking and you can hear one of the girls say in the recording, Sarah's shaking. And at the time, the only thing I can really remember is having this intense tunnel vision where my eyes were just locked in on this one spot and I couldn't. Uh, register anything outside of it and it was just like the small pinpoint on a on a headstone and that was it that's all I could that's all I can remember from that time and one of the girls we used to call her Scooby so that's kind of funny she she asked me like are you okay 
and I responded, but in this weird, shaky, like uncertain voice, I was just like, yes. Mm-hmm. And she asked me again and it was the same answer. I tend to have a, a booming voice when I'm doing that kind yeah, of stuff. And, and it was very, very unlike me. And I don't remember that. So at that point, Scooby decided like, okay, this is, we're, we're done. Like we're going to leave. And so they kind of like start assuring me to, to, to get out of this place. And it was like a weird sense of like vertigo and snapping out of the tunnel vision at the same time Mm -hmm. and just not being like a hundred percent aware of what was going on around me. And when I got, when we got out of that place, I was hit with this wave of fucking rancid smell and nausea and Mm -hmm. just wanting to just throw up because I felt so sick and so uneasy. It was by far one of the like weirdest experiences of my life and i wasn't necessarily scared because i don't remember yeah you know like i i truly do not remember what happened and it was just one of those things where like like can you like what what do you you call that experience you know was it was it a possession was it partial possession was it just you know the the environment fucking with me was it something that was you know natural you know yeah how do you how do you you know categorize something like that except for that it was fucking weird and paranormal <laughs> and something that i can't explain yeah. you know and hard to explain yeah and i'll never be able to explain like what the fuck that was Except for maybe next time you go to a scary place, don't provoke shit. You know? <laughs> Just um, <laughs> let that be a lesson. <laughs> don't talk shit to ghosts. Fuck your, oh, lo- fuck your world up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, and is that... That was the devil's turnaround. Yeah, that was the devil's turnaround. Okay, cool. We'll um, never go back there. That's one place I will never go back to. Really? Do you yeah. feel like just because you like put a target on yourself? or Just because of that experience. Like, usually things that you experience when you're out there like you you still can't explain it really but you can you can you know go through the experience and say like okay you know like i know what happened and to go through something and say i have no idea what happened to me and have just no too much recollection risk involved. yeah yeah you know like that's just that's too real and and too unreal and i don't like i don't yeah. like it it's that's, just hard to process yeah no i've got you so in terms of, it seems like a lot of your stories here are like centered around particular locations. Mm-hmm. And um, was it Booger Hill? Yeah, <laughs> which is a hilarious name, but maybe not as yeah. hilarious as the name is. It's it's one of those things. Um, in I, first time I heard about it was I was in high school, and um, Booger Hill is out in Forsyth, and uh, it's down this old fucking road it's it's next to a um like a battleground kind of thing i think there's a museum over there somewhere but there's just it's dark and scary and so booger hill the legend goes that way back when uh slaves were hung from a tree because they were accused of like raping the the landowner's daughter or something Mm. like that which wasn't true and they were they were hung at this oak tree off of the road at some mountain road, like triple, triple mountain road, triple something triple gap? like that. Triple gap. Triple gap. Yeah. 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 And so there, the story is now that if you go down this road and you turn around at the white mailbox, you have to go down the hill, turn around at the white mailbox, sit at the bottom of this hill. You get out, you put like baby powder or flour on the back of your car, like on your bumpers. Mm-hmm. Get in your car, turn off your lights, 
put your car in neutral and the spirits will push you up a hill. So this story, just for the record, I've heard this exact scenario of like somebody pushing you like there's like a railroad track up in South Carolina. And we have the same exact story. Put baby powder on your bumper. Yeah. Park on the railroad track. Put your car in neutral and they'll push you off of the railroad tracks. Of like a kid's, a bunch of kids that died in like a school bus crash or something. That's scary. I don't know, but that's like crazy how like this urban legend is like literally trans, like copy and pasted. Yeah. Everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and like the, the cool thing is, is that it's, it's not far away from here. Yeah. You know, it's something that we can go to, we can test Mm -hmm. out. And I've been, I think I like... In total, I've probably been there like seven to ten times, you know, just over the years, like bored of shit, you know, high school and then like, (laughs) you know, so it's fun and, um, and spooky. So you go up like, so the spirits are literally pushing you up a hill and it's not like a steep incline. Mm -hmm. It's a good incline, but it's not steep. You, uh, so you, you're getting pushed up the hill and the, the thing is, is that you have to turn your car on or put it back in gear and go before you reach the oak tree in which they were hung. Because if you you reach the oak, if they push you past the oak tree before you put it in gear and go, you'll die on your way home. Oh, what? Yeah. This is why I don't do shit. Okay, that's a new thing. That's a new element. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, in, in the stories are, like, you know, the talk is yeah. that, you know, like, people have died on that road mm-hmm. after doing that. And, like, uh, like, I heard one time that there, like, and of course, this is just, like, yeah talk, but I heard one time that there was a, a woman, she did it, and she was leaving, but she didn't go when she was supposed to, and... On her way out of that street, a car came and hit her head on and killed her. And the driver of the other car was like, I have no idea what happened. I blacked out. So it was like the spirit world making it happen kind Uh, of thing. Right. So whether or not it's true, we don't know. Right. And and (laughs) honestly, it's probably not. um, (laughs) But this is a great story for high school kids, you know, when they're like (laughs) born on a Saturday night. Yeah. And I actually took my um, coworkers there a few weeks ago just so Mm -hmm. they could, you know, experience it. And and it worked. But like they were like, nope, this is like we're going downhill. We're like we're not going up. We're going down. And I had to try and explain to them that like. When your car is in neutral, yeah, and you're on an incline, your car doesn't go up. Right, it goes you down roll backwards. Right, yeah. so I had to kind of explain that to him, and I don't think it really got through. But honestly, like to be completely honest, and and to kind of shed light on it, there are like a, I don't know if it's like geographical topography type stuff, like magnetic poles. There's yeah. There's something that explains why that happens. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a natural uh, phenomena that doesn't occur mm-hmm. everywhere, you know. And I've, I've seen um, articles where they explain how it works, but I'm not science enough mm-hmm. to kind of understand it. So, but it's fun and, you know, and, and it's exciting and it's not harmful. Yeah. You know, you're not going to die on your way home. It's just something really cool to try out, like. You it's just, a, if you want, if you feel like doing something spooky, it's yeah, just like and it's what about dark. Those handprints you have in the back of your car. That did happen. So we did it one time, and we put uh, baby powder on the back of my car. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's right. So once you like put your car in gear and go, like later on when you feel safe, you get out and you look, and there's like handprints all over your car. Mm-hmm. One time I did it, and there were. Like she drove to work, and I saw them. I was like, oh. 
So like, I don't know. No, it's it's <laughs> yeah. you know like there's gotta be that a one's like too easy it. almost. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and like it's it's fun to do and it's fun to talk about, but I also know that there's got to be like a natural yeah. way to explain. It's kind of interesting that you're both you know the believer and the skeptic. You have um, to be. Yeah, on both yeah. ends. So, like, you have these experiences that, like, really, really hit home for you. And then you have, like, this and you're like, I don't know. Like, come on, this isn't real. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that's, that's like, most of us. Yeah. Like, everybody has those, like, even if you're a diehard skeptic, you're going to have occasionally something that, like, hits them. And you're like, I can't explain this, you know? Right. And that's what, like, that's what, I mean, for the lack of a better term, paranormal activity, like, you don't really get it unless you experience it. And most people who are skeptics have never experienced it. Yeah. You know, like my husband, he like, he totally is this, like, he's, he's a big skeptic. Like he doesn't believe in it. Like, and yeah. you know, and he just, he just doesn't. And in his reasoning behind it, he says, I've never seen it. Like yeah. I've never heard it. I've never been somewhere where something like that has happened. So why would I, you know, like, it's like that. Like you have to kind of experience it to believe it. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I love doing that kind of stuff. Cause I can show you mm-hmm. like it sh- shit does happen. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting because I, I think I <laughs> occupy an in-between zone where yeah. I'm not like a hundred percent buying into everything, but I'm very open to like hearing about it with like a super open mind, you know, yeah. I've had my own kind of hard to explain experiences. And I have friends that like we talked about in the witchcraft episode that have some like abilities that are kind of hard to explain and don't really fit perfectly into our like neat little reality and i believe yeah. everything minute my dream my broom drops i'm like ooh, guess it's coming okay i got that a lot from practical magic but it's probably true it's a good movie <laughs> I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. i think that was my favorite part when you were like sometimes i just make it up because it sounds good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why like, do that well you know superstition <laughs> I'm gonna say I do that so I can make people do what I want them to do. You really shouldn't do that. Why? Because it's bad luck. And your firstborn will come out missing three toes. God damn it! I know. Don't do it. <laughs> it's too late now for your first one, but maybe the second board we can save. It's so bad. Make up as I go. Anyway, so enough about being a skeptic. Um, so I know we talked a lot about you dealing with paranormal or like kind of like traditionally spooky stories with like the dead, but there was one kind of doozy of a story that freaked you out pretty bad. Um, yeah. You mentioned, I don't know anything about it, but I know that you said it's live people, like actual people. Yeah. And, um, and I don't like to this day, we really don't know like exactly what was going on. Um, we were at Hell's Church. It okay, was, what is that for? Hell's Church is is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> okay, preface this terrifying story with this is a lot of fun. This is home's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> so the this I'm gonna miss some pieces about the backstory, but Hell's Church is um, a really old church where they had um, I think it was like they had like satanic meetings at. Something weird fucking happened where, mm-hmm. like, way back in the day, they, like, people, like, got together and, like, burned the place fucking down because of what was happening there. Um, oh, so they've rebuilt it. There's a new foundation. So that's there. You can go and see that. The old foundation is off in the woods. And on a different trail in the woods, there's a baptismal pool, which is heavily graffitied. And there's a story about a high school kid 
like maybe early 90s late 80s kind of shit um that got hung there like was yeah fucked up shit shit. yeah and this Um, is like a just like a real story of people I believe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this is this is what I've read. So anytime, like, I come, we, when we were trying to find places to go, like, I would try and find places that had a lot of backstory to it, yeah. and I would read up the backstory. And again, just to recap, like, all this stuff is going to be in the show notes, because I'm also going to do some digging. Yeah. I'm a huge nerd, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, I believe we had gone before, and the lore was that if you were in the graveyard during a certain period of time, a little girl would show up. And she would either be screaming or she would be silent and still. But because we go to places that are open and you don't really have to get permission to go, it was like the first week of October and like there was a ton of people there. Mm, and um, got it. These, uh, these frat guys from Kennesaw, they're with their pledges, I guess, they were rushing and yeah. they were trying to scare them. So, um, they come across, you know, three girls sitting in the middle of the graveyard with flashlights and voice recorders and they're like, perfect. Like, let's like, let's scare the shit out of, like, they came up to us and they were like, will you help us scare these guys? Oh, right. It's actually kind of fun. <laughs> it is. And, and we were like, you know, cause we were bummed out that there were people there, yeah. but when it became like fun and stuff mm-hmm. like that, we were like, this is going to be a good time. Yeah. So You're like, oh, I've been, I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it's been building up to. You have to. no idea what Jack had you did. Jesus. <laughs> so like they they lined up the pledges and and I start walking in front of them telling them the stories about the place, and they were asking me questions and and trying to really freak these guys out. Mm-hmm. So I told them about you know how I was a witch and how I had a connection to the you know the supernatural and all this stuff. Like yeah. I was really laying it on thick. And so I told him about the old foundation mm-hmm. of the the original church and how we were going to go there and do um, like a like an EVP like a trying to get some kind of recordings. Yeah. And um, so some of some of the frat guys were like, "Fuck you, fuck that, <laughs> we're done," and yeah. left like legitimately mean. fucking left. And so the guys that were remaining came with us, mm-hmm. and they were like maybe <laughs> yeah yeah so a couple of the guys that were already like in i don't really know how fucking greek shit works but i guess a couple of the brothers and a couple of the pledges came with us i guess like chivalry is dead because i was leading it and uh, who cares about chivalry you were <laughs> <Yeah>. badass <laughs> so like we were walking down this trail but the whole time we were there like there's this like weird engine noise but it's you know it's it is kind of in the middle of fucking nowhere. You have to drive down this really creepy like when like curvy turvy kind of like road to get there, and so there was always that noise. It was weird. Like we we were like, okay, well maybe it's like a truck somewhere off in the distance, and we just can't mm-hmm. hear it that well. So we're walking down these trails, and I was like, fucking shit! Like that noise is getting louder. There's something back here. Like mm-hmm. I have no idea what it is. So I'm walking in the front of this giant group of fucking people, and we get to this little opening before before you actually get to the foundation and there's three Humvees like military Humvees with weapons mounted on top of what said Humvees yeah running and they were all on like running they and have, why do they have weapons no clue and this is like the church like the property of the church is a dead end mm-hmm. so like they were out in the woods past the road past like for a reason they were there on purpose yeah I guess no fucking clue so they're all on. And so, of course, me and I don't know why I get so delusional while I'm out there and think that nothing can actually hurt me. 
I go up and look in the windows of the Humvees that are just running, you know, and there's no no one there. There's absolutely no one there. That's super fucking weird. Like, massive Humvees running with weapons on them. Like, who the fuck has that in the middle of Georgia? Well, and there was, like, there was, um, like, like, military-issued, like, gas cans. Like, rows of them. What the hell? Weird shit, right? Yeah, like, that's your first clue of, like, something's not right. Yeah. It's aliens. So <laughs> it's always aliens. Yeah, when they don't know how to end a movie. It's aliens. Yeah. So when we saw that, one of the guys that you know was tagging along was just like, you know, like I'm all about doing some you know spooky shit, but like that's serious. Like we need. That's to... not just spooky. Like that's like dangerous. Right. Yeah. So he was like, let's go ahead and go back to the cemetery and go back to like where the church is because it was like good, like a good walk. So we turned around, we went back. Um, so we get back to the cemetery and we're supposed to wait around to like three fourteen or like three something in the morning. And so we're sitting around and one of the girls that's with me is like, holy shit, did you see that? And I was like, no, I didn't see anything. And she was like, no, I fucking saw it. Did you see that? It was red. There's a growing, a glowing red light in the woods. And I was like, yeah, no, like, fuck off. Like, thanks for trying to scare me, but there's nothing there. Like, I'm looking in the same spot and there's nothing there. And so we kind of just brushed it off. And so, you know, an hour goes by and, like, uh, someone points out the engine noise is gone. So those Humvees have stopped. Meaning either it's run out of gas because it's just been sitting there on or someone's out there and has actually turned them off. So we kind of get a little nervous about like hanging out and still being around and and just, you know, just being out in the open at like three o'clock in the morning. Um, And obviously they're up to some shit if it's three o'clock in the morning and they have armed Humvees and gasoline and like. Right. Yeah. And just everything about that screams like "Ah." in the middle of the woods, too. Like that's just in a satanic like. Yeah. Like there's a reason they're there, like at that particular spot. It was really fucking weird. So we were so we realized that we kind of talk about it for a few seconds and then get past it, you know, like, yeah, it's not like relevant anymore. It's not urgent enough that you. Right. So they stopped. So we rationalized. We're like, well, I probably just ran out of gas. Like shit's been running for hours. We're sitting on like these the outlines of graves, like little cement pavers, I guess. Yeah. So we're staring out into nothing, like asking questions, trying to get you know responses and stuff like that. And then I see the glowing red light. Oh. And I saw it and I was like, hey, I see it. I see it. And my friend was like, yeah, I fucking told you. Like, where, like, where do you see it? And I saw it like out, like right beyond the, um, the line of the forest or the mm. woods. So it was just enough to block anything except for that light. And I see it again. And I was like, huh, like I'm really fucking staring at it. This like at this point, and I'm like, what the fuck is that red light? And I'm staring at it and I grabbed her. I was like, we need to fucking run. And she was like, what, like what's going on? And I was like, that's not a light. Someone's standing there watching us smoking a cigarette. Oh. So anytime they like took a drag off their cigarette, the amber would glow real bright and then dissipate and then it would glow again. Like anytime they took a drag off a cigarette. So someone was, has been standing in the woods this whole time for fucking hours watching you guys, watching us, watching us walk back to where the Humvees are, 
watching us come back and sit in circles. Like they're not doing anything. They're just watching. Like why? So at that point, we got up, hauled fucking ass. I think I was running so fast by the time I got to my car, I actually slammed in and like into it because I couldn't stop mm-hmm. fast enough. It's kind of funny because we left the guys like there. <laughs> we were just like fucking run, like go. And like they didn't realize why they were running, but like just fucking like when someone tells you fucking run, fucking you run, run yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so we get in the cars and I don't think I've ever driven that fast before down one of these kind of roads. Cause I was squealing like tires leaving rubber on the road. Like I was fucking done. I was out of there. So yeah. So that's like a run in with the living when you're looking for the dead. That's absolutely like terrifying. Yeah. Because I wish I knew more, but I'm also like, what the, f- who the fuck would do like all right. of those things added up together. It was just like, Bad, there's no way that that could have been a good thing. There's no, no way that that could have And you said there was up. three Humvees? Yeah, three. So that means there's other people that you couldn't, weren't accounted for. Right. There's Maybe not smoking a cigarette. cigarette. Yeah. Like you guys could have literally you been You could sit how many people in a Humvee? Like two or oh, four? Jeez. Yeah, I don't a shit know. ton? Yeah. So there could be like multiple people that were watching you. Well, and is it military or is it like fucking backwoods? Backwoods. Definitely backwoods. Or, like, know, what the fuck like would a military hum- like an actual military Humvee do at 3 o'clock in the morning at a satanic like pr- burned down satanic site? You like, walked into like in the middle of something they were about to do. Yeah. Or and that's they, the other fucking scary thing. Like, what the hell were they doing? They could have yeah. pr- tried to burn down the other church maybe. Oh, I don't, like, and see like no clue. Uh, no okay, answers. the thing that really freaks me out, and I'm getting, I'm like the Humvees with the weapons is like creepy, and like the guy in the woods, but like they had gas cans. Yeah. Like, oh, rows, rows and rows gas. and yeah. rows of gasoline. Like, what the fuck are you gonna? Else, you're gonna burn something, right? So, I never even thought of it that way. Oh yeah, they're gonna set something on fire. Like there's no if and or but about. That's it. why I'm like, I wonder if they're about to burn down the other church. Well, the thing yeah. is, it never happened. Like that church no. is still there. So like, okay, we're I'm gonna. Use the bowels of the internet to see if I can find anything. Okay. Because I, I imagine a group with like that would probably have a following somewhere. It was fucking terrifying. Like, and it's and it's one of those things. Like, they could have so easily done something. You like, know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, show them. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? And... They obviously have weapons. They yeah. obviously like are prepared for whatever it is. Like, yeah. And they sat there and they knew exactly what you were doing and they had plenty of time to do something. So the fact that they didn't is is Good. reassuring yeah, to some degree, but also, like, why were they just watching you? Yeah. Like, just watching. And just, like, beyond, like, the, like, like right in the cusp of the darkness of the woods. The fact that that guy was so, he was smoking a cigarette and he should have known, like, this could probably draw attention to me. Doesn't care. But doesn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. And there's probably other people that are watching you, too, but you just couldn't account for them. Well, and could he hear us? Yeah. You know, like, could, like, the first time it got brought up, the glowing red light in the woods, you know, like, and and it was dismissed so quickly. Do you think they were going to use you, you know? as a sacrifice? No. I always think it was really extreme. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I like how you just nipped that one over the <laughs> But that, that is super fucking creepy. Yeah. That's scary as shit, dude. Yeah. And, um... Like, it's creepy because of the unknowns. Like, not right. even, like, the things that happened weren't the creepiest things that you've experienced, right? No. Like, I mean, they're weird. Like, 
stumbling upon a bunch of Humvees in the middle of the fucking woods. You're like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, that's weird, but it's not, like, scary weird. It's just like, all right, maybe we should just back away from the Humvees that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, looking in the window, no one's here. Uh. Yeah. But, like, you, you know, you don't really, like, assume that you're going to be afraid of, like, people... Right. You know, like, yeah, like, that's, it's, tend, living tend to be safe, and it's not spooky, and, like, But then yeah. you put in a satanic church. That's the bad <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, And that's yeah. when you're like, okay, there are weapons in a satanic church, and gasoline, and somebody watching us. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. So, now yeah. things have changed. Yeah. It was, it was definitely creepy, and it was definitely something where, like, it was creepy enough that your gut said, fucking run. Like, like that. Yeah. Because in the moment, that fight or flight response, like, if it, if you didn't feel like it was dangerous, you would have just been like, okay, well, maybe we should leave. Let's just go back to the car and, like, maybe look over your shoulder. But, like, the fact that you b- hightailed it out. Oh, yeah. Like, that to me says, okay, something there was, was some wrong. shit going down. Yeah, something was utterly wrong. Trust yeah. your gut. Oh, absolutely. You know? Sometimes, because I think I enjoyed it more than anybody else that was <laughs> with us, I tended not to to want to run away when something happened. You wanted to investigate, Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of times in the, like, recordings that we have, like, some, you would hear, like, a knock or a bang or something like that. And then, like, scurrying noises and people <laughs> running into the cars, you know. And and, and a couple times you can actually hear me say, like, stop running. Yeah. But that time, like, no, fucking go. Like, we're running. We're not looking back. <laughs> Sorry, guys, from the Kappa Kappa whatever, like. <laughs> Kappa Kappa whatever. <laughs> Hope yeah. you're safe. Well, <laughs> scare the shit out of the pledges. You mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. On this note, I think it is time to break out the recordings because I'm super curious. Yes. So if you're interested in listening to Holmes's recordings firsthand, head over to part two of this episode. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Veeps. My co-host today was Tink. And our guest on this show was Holmes. And as usual, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs>